if you got your Bible with you, I, I do encourage you to open it up uh, to the Gospel of Mark. Uh, we're preaching through the Gospel of Mark, but I'm going to skip ahead a few chapters into Mark chapter 4. At the end of that chapter in verses uh, 35 through 41 is where we're going to be uh, reading this morning. And just want to briefly just share with you some, some thoughts of an encouragement from there. And, and let me encourage you in this too, as we're not able to meet, your, your private time with the Lord is going to uh, make a big difference. And so uh, I encourage you to, to spend time in the Word, to spend time in prayer. Uh, do that individually. Do that as a family. Uh, it may be that you have that opportunity to get t- together with a friend or, or something like that. And, and so uh, take advantage of those opportunities and do that. And we will. Uh, we are reading through the Old Testament. And so if you need uh, uh, some prompting in that or, or, or just where to go in Scripture, uh, we'll be posting that each week as well, uh, our, our daily readings there. And so you can follow along with that. But I encourage you to even go to other passages uh, as well, like Mark chapter 4, and uh, that'll bring you some encouragement and maybe give you something that you can share with someone else uh, to be an encouragement to them. But uh, I've, I've been told, and I haven't looked through uh, and looked all of these up, but I've been told in the, in, in the Scripture there are around 365 instances where God says, or Jesus says, or the Word of God says, do not fear, do not be afraid. And this is one of those instances. And so I want us to look at this passage. And so follow along with me. Mark chapter 4, beginning in verse 35, where it says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, now that he is Jesus, I hear. So he's in the them as the disciples. He's speaking to them. And he says, let us cross over to the other side. And when they had left the multitude, they took him, took Jesus along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat so that it it was already filling. But he was asleep in the stern. He was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care? We are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? You know, with this coronavirus outbreak and and what we're dealing with, uh, it is definitely a crisis situation uh, here in, in, in our nation. Uh, we're dealing with a health crisis, but as I've been observing things and, and hearing what people say and, and looking at some of the reports on the news, I think it's even more than a health crisis. It seems to be a fear crisis uh, that, that we have been overcome by fear, and some, uh, you see some of the reactions and response to that. But those of us that know Jesus, uh, he tells us, do not fear. There, there is no reason uh, to be afraid. And, and in this passage, I just want to bring out uh, just some words of encouragement to you, five statements that will maybe help us to overcome uh, that fear, that we can have that peace of God that where I read there in Philippians, that peace of God that passes all understanding. The first thing I want to encourage you with is this. Jesus knows. He knows. What does he know? He knows everything. 
He knows everything about the past. He knows everything about the present. He knows everything about the future. This storm did not catch Jesus by surprise. Matter of fact, there in verse 35 when he says, let us cross over to the other side, the, the word there for cross over literally means go through. And so he was actually telling the disciples there, something's coming and we're going through it to the other side. Jesus knew the storm was coming. And Jesus knew this storm was coming as well. It has not caught him by surprise. He is with us, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, but, but, but he knows what is, is going on. He knows what is coming. And he actually told the disciples, get in the boat, knowing what was coming their way. Jesus knows. He is, this has not caught him by surprise. And Jesus knows what the future holds as well. We don't know what this day will hold, but he knows. And by the way, when you get there, he'll already be there. So take comfort in this. Jesus knows. Number two, Jesus will. Jesus will what? Jesus will do everything he says he will do. He keeps his promise. He said, we're crossing over. We're going through to the other side. And when he said that, he meant that. That was a promise. They didn't realize it at the time, but that was a promise to them. Jesus keeps his word. Jesus keeps his promises. And we can count on that. You can count on him to do that. This word is full of promises. And I encourage you to go to it, to cling to the promises of God. Just a, a few I want to mention. You, you, you know what he says there in John chapter 14, where he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also. We have the promise of an eternity with Christ and we can take comfort in that. Not only that, but a little bit later in, in John chapter 16 at the end of that, that chapter, Jesus has these words in talking to the disciples. He says, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. We can have peace in Christ. He says, in the world you'll have tribulation. And we're seeing that today. But understand what he's saying to these disciples. He is saying to them that they're going to face extreme tribulation. He told them they would be persecuted. He told them they would be facing death threats. He told them they would be tortured. And that's what they were going through. But he said, in him we can have peace. He said, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome. I've overcome the world. Remember, Jesus will. Jesus knows and Jesus will. And then the third statement there is that Jesus cares. Take comfort in the truth that Jesus cares. Even in the midst of the storm, this storm has come, not because he doesn't care, not because he doesn't know, not because he can't keep his promises. He will, he knows, and he does care. Matter of fact, when the disciples, when the storm came and they woke him up, that was their statement there. They said, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? They should have known that he cared. And they shouldn't have doubted that he cared. But sometimes we're tempted to do that. But I want to encourage you this morning and let you know, Jesus cares. He cares about our nation. He cares about our world. And he cares about you. He loves you. And don't doubt that. 
I mean, you just, just think of all that he has done for us. Think of the cross, uh, uh, which you can't see it, but back behind me uh, this morning, of course, is the cross, which is a, a prominent fixture in our worship services. Why? Because it's the greatest demonstration of love. God so loved the world that he gave his only son for us. How could he love us anymore? Know the love of God. He's prepared. I read the scripture there. He's prepared us a place in heaven, and we'll get to be with him forever. He's taking care of all that. I want you to know that he does love Love you. He has brought blessings into our life. I mean, we 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 have been blessed even in the midst of the 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 the, the panic around us and stuff. Uh, we have uh, the blessings. We we have provision. We we have protection from God, and He's blessed us in so many ways. And uh, and so we that is because He loves us. And then He has the promise that He is with us, which I'm fixing to talk more about that. Uh, but He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He is with us. And even the challenges in life, they come through the hands of God. And God can use those challenges to strengthen our faith, to give us opportunities to grow, and to give us opportunities uh, to share him with others. God is at work, and he's at work in a caring, loving way. So remember that. Don't doubt the love of God. Uh, believe that he loves you. And then a fourth statement is that Jesus is with us. He was with them in the boat. Uh, even though he was asleep, he was with us. And I want you to know Jesus is not asleep. Uh, he, is, he is with us. He's in the boat. And no boat ever sank with Jesus in it. Uh, he is with us. We don't have to wake him up. He is at work. He is speaking to us. He's speaking to us right now. And I hope that you're listening to him. Just trust him and believe in him. Spend time in prayer. Not only interceding and praying and asking him to bless and protect but take time to listen to him and see what he has to say for you. Let me just encourage you with this passage of scripture. And I mentioned this at our prayer time that we had a couple of Sunday nights ago in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. It has become one of my favorite Old Testament passages where God says this. He says, fear not. There it is again. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's not the preacher saying that. That's God saying that directly to us. He cares. He's with us. He can help. He will help. And he knows everything that is going on. And that leads to the fifth statement. And that is this. Not only Jesus will, but Jesus can. Our God has authority. Our God has power. It says in verse 39 that he arose. And he didn't rebuke them at first. First he rebuked the wind. He rebuked the wind. That's our Jesus. And he said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And the waves stilled. They calmed. There was a great calm. Even to the point that after everything was said and done, the disciples said, who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? Jesus can do anything. 
He is the one that is in authority. We talked about that last week, how he has a, uh, the authority to teach and to, to help us to understand what's going on around us. He teaches us through the word of God. He has spiritual authority. He has authority over the demons and anything that the devil is planned. The devil's not on the throne. Jesus is on the throne. He has authority over sickness and disease. He has uh, a caring authority. He, he ministers to us in our need and he can even bring about healing from disease. He has the authority to do. He has authority over nature as he calms the seas here. Our God is on the throne. And so I just want to encourage you today with your family and privately is just to take some time to bow before him and uh, the one that is on the throne and worship him and pray to him and thank him and, uh, and allow God to just speak peace into your life today. Uh, he's the one that does it. He's the one that brings it. You see, peace is not just a feeling that we get. He is our peace. Matter of fact, there are several words in the Old Testament that describe our God. Uh, and we've, we've, matter of fact, we did a study on, on Sunday nights uh, a couple of years ago about the names of God. One of those names is Jehovah Shammah. It means God is there. Where is there? Wherever you are, God is there. And that's, he is with us. But then there is another name for God. It's called Je Jehovah or Yahweh Shalom. God is our peace. And when that name was revealed, it was revealed to Gideon. Gideon was a guy who wasn't a man of peace. He was, he was worried. He was upset. And uh, the Midianites were controlling the, the, the world around him and attacking the, uh, Israel. And, and, and Gideon didn't feel like he had any strength that could ever be used by God. And God came to him, and, and he was afraid, and he was worried. And so God just spoke to him and said, Listen, I'm Yahweh Shalom. I'm your peace. Trust in me. And God used him. And he overcame. And what I want you to understand out of that is not that just that God gives us peace, but God is our peace. So worship him. Rest in your relationship with him. And let him bring you the peace that only he can give. And so uh, that's just some words of encouragement for you this morning. And I hope that it helps. Uh, know that we are here for you. Call on us today. Call on us this week. Uh, we'll be glad to talk to you, help you in any way uh, that we can. And, uh, and as we move forward, uh, we will not be having uh, anything going on here this week uh, at our church. Uh, I'll say that. We, we are, we're going to be doing things differently Tuesday because of our food pantry. And there are people in our community that are counting on that food and that need that. And so uh, we are going to continue with our food pantry, but we're going to do some things differently. Those of you that have been involved with it, uh, Brother Jerry will be contacting you and talking to you about that. So we're going to do that, but we're not going to meet tonight. We're not going to meet Wednesday night. Uh, we're planning and moving forward to doing something online next Sunday as well. And then we're just going to kind of take it week by week. Uh, Brother Jerry also wanted me to let you know, senior adults, uh, the day trip that we had planned uh, for the 21st, I believe, is, is, is um, um, the date for that, that Saturday. We're going to postpone that and schedule that at a different time and, uh, because it just wouldn't be good to, to do that uh, in light of the circumstances. And so uh, those are just some immediate things, and, and we'll be moving forward and keeping you updated with that. But, uh, but be encouraged and take this time that you have uh, to run to Jesus and spend time with him. And, uh, and our staff is here for you. They're here this morning. And so uh, we are here for you to help you in any way that we can. 
we want to have a word of prayer. Is there anything else we need to cover before we go offline? Yeah, yeah, no services. So I think we got everything covered. If you have any questions, call us, okay? Uh, but let me, let me have a word of prayer with us as we close. Lord, we do bow before you. And we recognize that this, this Jesus that we've read about in Scripture today, it's you. It's you. Our Savior. Our Lord. Our present help. And Lord, we, we need you. And we're turning to you. And we're looking to you. Lord, I, I pray that you would just give us that peace that passes all understanding. We're asking for that. Not only right now, but in the days moving forward. We don't know what's coming, but we know you are with us. And we know that you have given us the promises in your word and you'll keep every one of them. And we know there is nothing that you cannot do. You care for us. You love us. And we take comfort in that. And Lord, I pray for the ministry of, of our church, of your church, Underwood Baptist Church. Lord, I pray that even in light of these circumstances, our, our ministry would increase. Our touch would grow. Your touch through us, your ministry through us would grow. And Lord, I pray that there'd be no no ministry opportunity in our church or in this community that would fall through the cracks. Lord, you show us, you guide us, you lead us, and we'll do what you tell us to do. We'll keep your word. We'll obey your commands. Lord, use us for your glory. Use us in the midst of these uncertain times to point people to you. You are the hope of all eternity. You are the Savior of this world. You are the God of all comfort. You are the peace that passes all understanding. So, Lord, I pray we wouldn't be so consumed with our own needs that we miss out on opportunities to minister to people around us and the greatest need that they have in knowing you. So, Lord, use us for your glory. And, Lord, I do pray for anyone out there that is, is hurting or has a need that they would let us know, that they, we would, they would get in touch with us and uh, that your will might be done and that your love might be shared. So help us as we go forward to be your church, even though we're not gathered together, but to be your church, spread out in this community, spread out across this world to be used for your glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me just encourage you in these uncertain times, be the church, follow Jesus trust him. God bless you. This is Doug Ferris, and I'm blessed to be the pastor at Underwood Baptist Church. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and it's our prayer 
that you'll do more than listen to a sermon or gather religious information. We want you to encounter God, and we pray that he will impact your life. If you'd like to contact us, go to our website at underwoodbaptist.org, and all our contact information is there. We hope you're blessed through today's message.